Go home. Go home. Go home. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 97 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushaka. Brian. Yo. How? Sound like you're saying two words? How you doing today? I'm good. I got a scoop right off the bat. Holy fuck. Check this out. A.O. Chase has the scoop. is the biggest scoop you ever heard. It's like about the fucking biggest scoop you ever goddamn heard. It's fucking Shane McMahon is back. Next, next week on Raw, Shane McMahon is back. Wait, hold on. Oh, that's... Hang on. Wait, hold on. Brian. Wait. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. No, you're... A week late. You had that a week ago? Yes. I didn't want to ruin the surprise. You f- piece of shit. I... You could have scooped the whole fucking world. Not even not even Granddaddy Meltz knew. No, no, of course. He, I knew. I knew Shane McMahon was coming back. But how much fun would it have been for the rest of the world if I would have said it? Brian, we would have been on the news. No, nobody would have believed this show. No, we would have been on the, on the real news. Yeah, the real news? Yeah. ESPN? No. <laughs> Uh-huh. CNN, CNN, MSNBC, not NBC, MSNBC, <laughs> Microsoft NBC. We would have been on Microsoft NBC. If if you don't know, MSNBC, Look, the, the, the chat is pissed. Absolutely stands for Microsoft NBC. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. Welcome to the mid nineties. <laughs> Microsoft NBC, guys. The That's ch- the scoop. The chat's pissed. The chat's the chat's so mad at you right now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he held the scoop. Of yep. course I did. Yep. Damn. Yep. This is uh with great uh power comes great responsibility. I, I learned that from uh, Uncle Ben. How the fuck were you responsible? Well, just everybody wants to be surprised, don't they? What the fuck is the point of scoops? The, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun for me to know oh for my a week. God. Oh, tarnation, Brian. You got us. <laughs> God damn. Well, that was a hell of a scoop. Scoop Lord failed us. Ooh. No, I didn't. Ooh. No. No. I protected you. I'm not the scoop lord you uh, you want. I'm the scoop lord you deserve. You never said thank you, and you never have to. <laughs> Change that line to just one guy saying it. That's great. You never said thank you, and you never have to. (laughs) Just really make you feel like a dick. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Well, this is... It's no Charlie anti-PG rant king 2016, but it is the go-home show episode 97, just three away from the big 1-0. Oh, that's 100. So Brian, Brian's eyes went up like he was thinking about it, but mm-hmm. I was right. One oh oh, yeah. Big episode one hundred. What kind of surprises w- would we have in store for episode one hundred? Who can never be sure? Um, you might not even be able to see them. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe it could mean something. Maybe it couldn't. I don't know what Brian's talking about. Is there something you're not telling me? Does that mean it's fifteen? times you know what the fuck are you talking about champion maybe i don't just a hundred times you can't see him you can't see the the 15 time champion i'm just you know i'm just maybe maybe episode 100 you might maybe episode 100 what you might see something you might not you might see what john cena what i didn't say that i never talked i didn't say who who what the who why are you bringing up john cena for I don't, I don't even know why you bring that up. Or do you have a John Cena scoop? I, I don't have any. No, no, not me. No, no, I don't know anything about John Cena. You don't know anything. You don't know anything about John Cena. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who that is. Who's who, that? Who, who is that? that? I don't even who's know who's that. Fifteen-time world champion. I don't know. <laughs> if there's something you're not telling me, you can tell me later. I guess if you're not, if you got. If, you're playing. You're playing this one close to the chest, like the Shane McMahon thing, I guess. No, like, uh, like Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Fuck your Batman references. You, you. I don't know what you thought not was even, gonna happen. Not even good. Oh man. man. Holy shit. 
<coughs> Brian, we don't have, we don't we have, have time a, for this. We have a lot to cover. We have so much to go over. Uh, let's uh, let's start with NXT. Oh, uh, we watched Ishii versus Roderick Strong from Honor Rising. That was incredible. We watched Tanahashi and uh, Kenny Omega for the Intercontinental title. That was incredible. Uh, those are great matches. If you have not watched them, please go out of your way to watch them. They were awesome. Yes. Also, we had Super Awesome Showdown this last week uh, on Friday. Our biggest, our best show we've ever done. Uh, keep an eye out on YouTube. We'll be linking it. Hopefully there's some new video stuff coming to their YouTube channel so you guys can see what it's all about. Please don't expect the best wrestling in the world because that's not what it is. It is a uh, it is a lot of fun, though. Yeah. It is a crazy show, and it's the reason I'm kind of hoarse. Yep. So um, a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. Uh, there's a vampire. Uh, there's a superhero. A man got eaten by a slug and then thrown up by a slug. Uh, somebody went back in time, and then his future self uh, wrestled this, the match he lost one time already and then lost again. <laughs> Eric got almost eaten by a murder slug. I almost got eaten got eaten by a murder slug. Again. It was yeah. Yep. Super awesome showdown on Instagram. Uh check them out. You guys can see some photos and some video from the event. Uh I wish they recorded it. I want to watch it. We did record it, so keep an eye out on YouTube. Uh we'll let you guys know when there's some stuff. Uh we'll link it and we'll we'll let you know and everything. Super awesome showdown. Google it. Find it on Instagram, find it on Twitter. Uh I think you might be able to find it on YouTube now, but uh there's probably not a whole lot. But Ice peeled. NXT, sorry again for my voice. Um, NXT, Enzo Cass and American Alpha against uh, Buddy Murphy and, uh, we, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, Buddy Murphy and what's the other guy? Uh, Dash and Dawson? No. Oh, uh, Blake? Blake, Blake and Murphy. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake? Is that his name? Is that the name? I, th- I think I only know them by their last names. No. Blake and yeah, Murphy. Yeah, Wesley, Wesley Blake and um, Buddy Murphy, yeah. Okay, and Dash and Dawson. Uh, Enzo does a dab and then cuts a promo. Uh, American Alpha comes out. They and they have apparently uh, raided the Steiner's wardrobe closet from 1992. They look fantastic. Yeah, they are uh, multicolored and beautiful. They uh, they look like chairs from a dentist's office in 1993. They do. They look like uh, they look like what you remember Taco Bell looking like. <laughs> Is that accurate? Yep. They look like they look like Taco Bell they before like- before they got the Chihuahua dog. Yep. They look like Taco... That's that's the... Go ahead and let Chaga and J. Joe know that they look like a Taco Bell before they got the Chihuahua dog. Uh, I like this match because uh, Scott Dawson tries to out-wrestle Chad Gable. That does not work. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Uh, there's a breakdown into an eight-way, and then uh, heat on Gable for a majority of the match until there's a hot tag to Jason Jordan. Uh, Jason Jordan and Big Cass clean house, beat the shit out of everyone. And then there is uh, Grand Amplitude. It gets uh, broken up, uh, and then a rocket launcher to end the show. The match. Sorry. I'm a little scrambly. I've uh, been under the weather. Uh, Brian, what did you think of this match? I thought this match was great for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, even though the champions lost, they lost after having two finishing moves put on them. Yep. Uh, conversely, you have both face teams hitting their finishing moves yep. to effectively pin the champions, uh, <coughs> elevating both in terms of stature. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I want in terms of booking. Just commit to something. Hey, have somebody lose, yep. but have them lose in a way that's very convincing and very exciting. And, you know, I, I can't get enough of Chaga and J.J. Yeah. Uh, they are so much fun to watch. Enzo and Cass are really coming into their characters. The mechanics are a lot of fun. Blake and, and Murphy are are assholes and i love them Mm -hmm. and alexa bliss just yelling the entire time yep perfect yep i liked um i liked how fired up jason jordan and big cast both were they're like screaming at each other that was fun i I don't know what that was but i liked it Mm -hmm. that was that was a lot of fun um and that that's that for that match and then we get a diana parazzo uh promo promo of the year and then uh Dana Brooke and Emma come and interrupt it, and they're the orangest people. They are so orange. They are the orangest people. Well, like, what happened there? They were, like, as orange as the shirt you're wearing. Uh, for the video version of the podcast, I'm wearing a very orange shirt. Yes, check it out, uh, youtube.com slash There you have it. Uh, and that's how you can see how orange they were, or you could watch the show, I guess. Uh, Deanna Parasso's, uh promo, not very good. Nope. So we get Deanna Parasso against Asuka. There's a knee bar at the beginning of the match, a slap to Asuka, and then a second rope dive to a kick and that gets caught into an ankle lock that gets turned into a German suplex that gets turned into an armbar. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. 
how how you don't have Oscar as like right up there already with with Bailey is is well that that that's what you're building to is you got you got a tease you can't you can't just go you can't go right to it you know uh, what I mean yeah and and that's what I was gonna say is totally understandable but at the same time I could see them do like a program <clears throat> that lasts months yeah I don't know I mean you you think uh, that's gonna be their NXT Dallas WrestleMania show yeah is Oscar and and um. Bailey, so they've been teasing it for so long they mm-hmm. have to. Uh, three back fists and a roundhouse kick end this match, and uh, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I love, I love Oscar every time she's in the ring, and I cannot wait for Oscar and Bailey. Yep, that's gonna be great because it's gonna be big money. I think you're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people who are uh, really excited for that match. Mm-hmm. Um, get an Eva and Nia Jax promo. They are very, they're about this close to each other. Video version, very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very close to each other and talking right into the camera, and of uh, n- n- no consequence to anything. No, uh, except for even Marie's uh, lipstick looked like a butthole. That's Eric po- pointed that out. I didn't want to say anything, but I thought that it did. It was a she had the she had like the lip liner <laughs> around, like and then girl. like like a gradient lipstick, and it looked it looked good. Like you know, I I can appreciate. I can appreciate when makeup's done well and everything like that. It looked cool. But, like, then she, like, did the, like, mwah, like, blew a kiss, and it looked like it, it just looked like a butthole. And it was like, oh, damn. Sorry. <laughs> All right, everything. I don't want to be. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, I apologize. Just it didn't look good. Don't use lip liner. If it didn't have lip liner, it wouldn't have looked like that. But she did, like... Like the outside, and it just looks so bad. Yeah. Um, Ty Dillinger against Alex Riley. Uh, what is Alex Riley raging against? He's very upset. Well, I'd be mad if I just got a swirly too. His hair looked fucked up. He looked like, he looked like somebody just flushed his head <laughs> into a toilet. Yep. It just like n- none T- of it looked good. Typically, when guys have like wet hair, sometimes like they push it back or whatever. Or if it's like in their face, you know, it's like kind of like in their face, and it's all fallen like one way. Yeah. It really looked like somebody like. Wet his hair and then like swirled it. Yeah, it really did look like a swirly. So I, I don't know. It looked didn't look that good. Uh, I I wrote down what is Alex Riley raging against, and then even Corey Graves brought it up. Why is he so upset? I I love Corey Graves. And then uh, uh, Tom Phillips said um, uh, he does he thinks NXT is stupid. Yeah. Okay. We'll try to go back to the be main better. Roster. I don't know, man. Uh-huh. You just just good enough to be middle of the road, huh? That's mean. I don't want to be mean. It's just I don't I don't enjoy many of his matches. I suppose. Ty Dillinger, though, he rules. <laughs> hey, somebody with personality. That that's all I'm looking for in a in a sea of bland. Like a guy who holds up two hands and yells ten is someone that gets over. I don't know. Really take a step back and th- fucking think about it for a minute. Just All he did was a cartwheel and put up two hands in front of Alex Riley's face and yep. he just said ten. A Ty Dillinger wins with a roll-up. That, that's it. So happy. Yep. All, I was so upset when that when those two came out and I'm like, great, Ty Dillinger does not deserve this. Alex Riley should not win this match. And then to get that was so much like... Like a, it just felt so good. I think Alex Riley should be in the tag team. With, with who? I don't know. Is anybody? Is uh, Steve Cutler? Remember Steve Cutler? He was the uh, the military looking guy. Oh yeah, Clean Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> like King, like Clean Cut. Mm-hmm. Ram. He's on a TV. Fuck it. Put him with Eli Sampson. Make it a team that have just of just the fucking raging drifters. They're pissed and they never stop moving. They're like sharks, or they're drifting ragers. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a tag team. Honestly, if you put them in a tag team, that's yeah. Hey, somebody in the chat said Alex Riley should just go away. I agree with he you. Should, yeah, he should. He should yeah. drift away. Drift away. There you have it. Balor promo backstage. Um, what are you looking at? I don't. What, he it's doesn't cu- need cue cards. It's cue cards or teleprompter. Everyone backstage gets cue cards or teleprompter. Don't. We don't need it. Because instead of looking directly at the camera, they're like looking like three quarters away and, and there's no one over there. They're just like, they're doing this and it and it's like, and then they're looking at the person they're talking yep. to and then they're looking over there and then the per- 
Focus on one thing. Yep. That's that's what Joe has that is... Yep. It's directly into the camera. Either directly into the camera or at the person he's talking to. Yep. Yep. Uh, Corbin rants about being not in the number one contender match, and, and that's it. He wants in. And then William Regal goes, no, you lost. And he goes, well, I believe in an eye for an eye. And then leaves. This might have been one of the ugliest segments. <laughs> it was it was mic'd poorly. It was lit poorly. It, like, everything about it looked like, did you guys just think this up real quick and go, ah, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. It, it, to me, it seemed like they made a mistake and they didn't want to go back and fix it. Uh-huh. Like, how long would it take to film that segment again? As long as the segment takes, like, 45 seconds? <laughs> yeah. The lighting was shit. Yeah. The audio sounded like it was natural audio from the <coughs> camera's, like, yeah. boom mic. Yep. What happened? I don't know, but either way, all I could think is, oh, okay, well, this is going to factor into the main event. No. No. Nope. Nope. So... I don't know. And into the main event we go. Uh, Samoa Joe against Sami Zayn for a number one contenders match. And I am really excited about this match. Uh, Sami Zayn has the most confused tights. If you don't know his gimmick or anything, like if you don't know anything about Sami Zayn, he's like got like a checkered stripe down one side. There's like Arabic on the back. It's just like a floral print on the side. Like none of it makes any sense. They are... Super confusing tights. Yes. Uh, good wrestling to start. Sami Zayn does his fake dive. There's a corner STO. Zayn doesn't get in more than three moves in a rally. Uh, this is really booked super well. Um, every time Sami Zayn starts getting a shine, it's cut off. Yep. He hits three moves, bang, 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 cut off. And then Joe slows it down. And then three moves, bang, 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 cut off. And Joe slows it down. Yeah. And they do that spot a few times. Um... The Koji clutch out of nowhere, but there's an escape into a power slam that looked awesome. Yep. Uh, corner exploder and a Kokita clutch. That looked good. Uh, then the Haluva kick into a double pin, and there's a non-finish in the double pin. Because uh, they bolt, Samoa Joe's arm was over Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn was over most of Samoa Joe. So the ref counts one, two, three, and then goes, what did I do? Uh, and then that's, and then William Regal comes down and he goes, I need a number one contender. Well, good thing you run the show and can just name one. Oh, you're not going to do that. Okay. Nope. Well, we'll have more of these guys. Yep. Let's keep doing this, I guess. Oh. I don't even I don't even hate it. I thought that I thought this match was really good and I'd like to see these guys wrestle some more. I'm in. Yeah. Uh I I'm okay with that idea if if that's what they do and then maybe the next one is like a no DQ, you have to have a I just match. think there are too, this was this was too many non-finishes. Yes. For for building it up for two weeks and then having it not not have a conclusive end, mm-hmm. I think it was a mistake. If they did it the next next week after that match, oh, it didn't happen again. Okay, well after that we're gonna have the final match. Yep, that would have made more sense. Yeah, uh, somebody in the Jay Emerton in the chat said the match was great. I just didn't care for the result. I agree. I agree with you I, as yep. well. Uh huh. Yeah. So there there you go. So now we're probably gonna get them more. That's hey, as long as the stakes are upped at this point. <coughs> like, mm-hmm. hey, first ever NXT cage match. Mm-hmm. I could deal with that. Yep. Um, so there's a non-finish with like a double pin kind of thing, and I guess great minds think alike because let's go to Lucha Underground where <laughs> where similar things happen. Um, Evilise and Katrina backstage. Evilise says that she wants a shot at the tag the trios titles again, and Katrina says you don't get automatic rematches. Not not in my Lucha Underground. You have to work your way back up. So now. Uh, now, now the KOF team has to uh, fucking work their way back up. Speaking of KOF team, Jen, like one of the top Street Fighter players in the yeah. world, he he started playing like by playing KOF and then moved into Street Fighter. So he he's like a big KOF guy. Right, loves KOF. Cool, super cool guy. Loves KOF. Fun to talk to KOF with him and everything. He challenged Lupe Fiasco, the guy who just fought Daigo. Mm-hmm. He just challenged him to a KOF fight. Right, uh, where he he says. Lupe Fiasco can use the Fatal Fury team. Whatever. I don't know what year they're playing. It's Mm -hmm. probably the new one. Um, Jen will play one-handed random team. Justin Wong jumped in and said, if you can beat Lupe Fiasco one-handed random team, I can beat him Marvel vs. Capcom 3 blindfolded. Lupe Fiasco, what's going on? How did you all of a sudden become the center of the fighting game community? Smart move. People are talking about you. There you go. Love so, it. 
I'm, out. I'm excited for for Jen versus Lupe Fiasco and King of Fighters. Uh, okay, Fuck. Fatal Fury team against one handed random team. Neato. Uh, so we get Ivelisse, Havoc, and Angelico against Chavo, Castro, Cortez, Cortez Castro, sorry, and Mister Cisco in a six man tag. Um, Ivelisse gets beat up by she beats up the crew, and then there's heat on her for most of the match. Havoc tags in. Uh, he gets heat on him. And then there's a hot tag to Angelico, who hits high knees in Inziguri, and the finish of the match is a double stomp. Again, I forget how hard it is to um, how hard it is to take matches or take notes during these matches. Yeah, because there were a lot of dives, a lot of really cool spots, mm-hmm. a lot of awesome stuff happened in this match, and I wrote like four notes because I was just enjoying the match. That that is the same thing for me. Yep. I, I mean the the one thing that I took away is Chavo is a sh- is a shit heel and I love him. Uh huh. Barely in the match, only only when he needed to be when he had the upper hand. Yep. And uh, I mean what a what a piece of shit. And that's how you should book your your heels like Chavo Guerrero. Yep. Uh, Lucha Underground always great with their booking. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match ends and then Chavo starts yelling at the crew. And they're like, yo, well, we're going to fight, whatever. And then Tejano comes out, and Chavo just pushes the crew into Tejano and, like, just gets books. out of there. Because Tejano just beats the shit out of those guys. Oh, yeah. Um, then we get a Johnny Mundo video package. And uh, this is a great video package. Oh. I thought I thought it put this guy over really, really well. If you don't know who he is, um, that, that's all. I mean, it's, I thought this was a good video package. No, uh, n- no two random Lucha Underground... Uh, Red mask, blue mask, getting beat up by no. by him, but <laughs> but it, I I love all of the uh, promo videos that they do in Lucha yep. Underground. It, it's good. Yep. Uh, then we get Joey Ryan and Ricky Reyes, who's Cortez Castro, backstage because Cortez Castro is uh, the detective Ricky Reyes, and Joey Ryan says, "Ooh, good work out there." But I'll show you how to how to really wrestle. Um, I'll show you the true luchador. Yeah. Who taught these cops how to wrestle? Why are you asking, why are you asking questions? What do you mean? What do you mean? They're just fighting. I mean, they're fighters, one, dog. That'd be one thing if they said fighting, and they just kept talking about being wrestlers. Yeah, they're they're luchadors. I guess you gotta go deep undercover, like uh, Serpico. That's what they're doing. They're the Serpico style. There it is. Uh, so now we get Joey Ryan against uh, the man they call Cage. Joey Ryan comes out and he pours baby oil all over his hairy chest. Oh my god! And then into his hairy tights. Oh, I love it. He's so sleazy. <laughs> yep. Uh, Joey Ryan proposed to his girlfriend at a wrestling show in San Diego. Uh, that we missed because we were uh, wiped out from Lucha or from uh, Super Awesome Showdown. Congrats. Yep. Um, man, Super Awesome Showdown was good. Yeah. Uh, so Joey Ryan and Cage, there's a hip toss into a backbreaker. Cage hits a power slam and then goes for a second rope moonsault but misses. Joey Ryan hits a big spine buster. I thought that looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cage hits a pump, ban- pump handle face buster. I thought that was really cool. Joey Ryan hits a bunch of super kicks. There's this, and then. Uh, <laughs> Cage stands up and says, he's not getting up from this one. And then puts him in a suplex position. And I immediately knew, oh, he's going for a Steiner screwdriver. Because the first time Steiner hit the screwdriver, it was in Japan. And he said, he's not getting up from this one. Cage hits the Steiner screwdriver and the crowd fucking loses their minds. There's no need to do this move. If you're not aware of what a Steiner screwdriver is, it's a suplex. So imagine a straight up and down suplex, like you're holding like a suplex. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you toss them forward and hit a pile driver. Jesus fucking Christ. He's not a fucking man. He's a goddamn machine. It was crazy. Fucking shit. Uh, This match was cool. The post-match I did not like. Uh, Johnny Mundo comes out and he jumps Brian Cage. And then Cage lays out uh, Mundo and hits Weapon X. They have a match next week. Who gives a shit now? You saw Cage... Stand tall twice. Yeah. Johnny Mundo could have jumped Brian Cage and made him look weak. After a match where Joey Ryan looked formidable, you could have had Mundo come in and jump Cage, lay him out, and mm-hmm. then they have a match next week. Mm-hmm. So why why have Brian Cage stand tall twice? I would assume that they're going to have some sort of, you know... Johnny Mundo is just gonna like beat the shit out of him, not care about a match, get disqualified or whatever. Uh huh. And 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 that's gonna be like his his shine 
to to the two things that uh, Cage has done. Otherwise, uh-huh. I agree with you. If they don't do something like that where Johnny Mundo just cheats and fucks him up and whatever, then there's no point to this match. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I liked it. I mean, I, I liked the match. It's just the uh, the post-match was kind of lame. Mm-hmm. That That's it. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Dragon Azteca doing uh, martial arts. Okay. Talk about you, dark magic. You know, yeah, they... Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio does... <laughs> Rey Mysterio does kung fu and speaks about the dark arts. That's if anyone asks what Lucha Underground is, just tell them it's that. It's time traveling yeah, in the dark arts. Yeah, you guys know who Rey Mysterio is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does like kung fu and then talks about the dark arts. Uh, also, there's cavemen and sometimes people time travel. Yo, what the fuck? It's starting to sound like Harry Potter. Holy shit! So um, apparently, Dario Cueto, his dad, uh, performed a dark ritual. Or something where Matanza, the son, was sacrificed and, and inhabited by, like, an evil god. And that's why he eats faces. There you have it. Okay. <coughs> Who knows? Main event. Puma against Pentagon Jr. This match ruled. I mean, this match ruled. It was great. Oh, yeah. Awesome back and forth to begin. Those shotgun chest chops, like the overhands, where it's just so loud, it, like, hurts everybody. Oh, Yeah. God. Um... I like the misdirection cutter that um, that yep. Puma uses. I really, really like that move. Uh, hits a Spaceman Moonsault to the outside. Uh, the up and over uh, backcracker or backstabber mm-hmm. I, by Pentagon Jr. I thought looked awesome. Uh, the Lion Salt gets caught with a drop kick. Puma going for a Lion Salt and just getting killed in midair with a drop kick. Oh, it looks so cool. These guys are insane. It looks so good. And that's like not even the end of the match. <laughs> it's not. There's a package pile driver, but it gets reversed into a Northern Lights suplex that gets rolled through into a deadlift suplex. I fucking love that spot. Uh, there's a springboard 450, but uh, Pentagon gets his knees up. Pentagon hits the packet pi- package pile driver and then goes for a surfboard and then lays it back into a pin. One, two, three. Except Prince Puma had his shoulder up. Mm-hmm. Pentagon Jr. did not. And you had kind of a double pin situation, except it wasn't, because at the last second, Pentagon kind of got screwed, but not really. Mm-hmm. I liked it a yes. lot. I thought that was really cool. So Pentagon Jr.'s shoulders were down the whole time. Mm-hmm. Pumas were not. Nope. That's it. That's it. I thought that was very cool. I um, agree. Uh, again, great, great minds, because it's about the same time, NXT doing the same kind of finish. <coughs> Excuse me. Even though technically it was like three or four months ago. Yeah, that, that's true. When they taped this, was very long. It's just funny that it, can, that it coincided yeah. on the same day. Um, post-match, Pentagon Jr. is very upset and uh, just kicks the shit out of the referee. Then uh, Puma lays out Pentagon and teases the arm break, but doesn't do it. What a face. What a, what a... He was gonna do it, but then he stopped. Love that. Neat. Love that. Yep. And then we get the credits. Post-credits, Sexy Star is in the temple, and she's, like, stumbling through, and she runs into the Mac, and Mac's like, oh, what happened? And she goes, the moth. And he goes, the moth did this to you? And he goes, no, her. And then you get the Mac's eyes looking all big, like scary big. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we don't know who these people are yet, a moth and a sister moth. Second scoop of the night. What? Didn't even know you can get two scoops. Nope. Hagendas. Uh, scoops Hagendas. We got that mango sentinel. Marty and Moth's sister is Richard Gere. It's the least believable scoop you've ever had. Well, and and essentially, you scooped that John Cena is going to be on the 100th episode. I never said anything Jesus about John Christ. Cena. Here on the if, you know, if you know something about John Cena, if you have a surprise plan, please tell me. Uh, no. I don't, who, I don't even know who John Cena is. I've just heard that. Is that a meme? You're a piece of shit. Is, uh, is that a meme? Uh, is, have you seen the Mothman prophecies starring uh, Richard Gere? Because that's where my joke came from. So just in case you guys didn't get that. I reference. didn't get that. Until you said it just now, I didn't get it. So, <laughs> so you get that reference from 2001. There you have it. It's the second scoop. There you go. The, chat, the chat's just now getting fucked the Knicks. Mango Sentinel. Pringles. There you go. <coughs> Brian. Yes. Life in the fast lane. <laughs> take, right take us through it. All right. So... Uh, well, okay. well, yep, you're not going to read that. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, we start off with the Divas tag match. Uh-huh. 
Yep. Yep. Sasha and Becky against Tamina and Naomi. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. I can see your fucking notes from here. I'm glad you can. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I I actually thought that this match was really good. This match was awesome. Um, I am very happy with the time that they gave it. I'm so happy that they opened the show with the Divas match. Yep. That to me was really really cool. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You had you had awesome heel work by um, by Naomi. She is she is really underrated yep. for what she does. In I WWE. think I think you have a division right now in in the Divas division that's really strong. Mm-hmm. You have uh, some great women's wrestlers, but you need more. And I think Naomi fills a good like mid card role in a women's division that's kind of expanding. Mm-hmm. I think that she's more serviceable than Brie Bella Absolutely. or Alicia Fox, but Alicia Fox has been improving. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think Naomi is kind of like lost in the shuffle, which is really a bummer because I think that she could be a credible opponent. Mm-hmm. If you give her a couple of wins, like convincing wins, I think she could absolutely be a contender for the title once they put it on a face. Yeah. That you're going to need heels, so. Yeah. And that, I mean, uh, if you if you go back in our history, we've been talking about how impressive Naomi has been for the last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's improved a lot, and she's really good. It's just, there's been nobody for her to wrestle against. Yep. Right? Uh, some, somebody in the chat said, why not talk about the two out of three falls? Because I don't watch the fucking pre-show. This thing's already three hours long. Get the fuck out of here. I, I had it on beforehand, and uh, to, to quick comment on that, good match. I, I thought it was I thought it was good. Great way to end and definitively put a statement on Kalista's win. Um, for this match, though, I thought uh, I thought that Sasha was so much fun, just talking the entire time, constantly like just yelling at her opponents, the crowd, whatever it was. Sasha has such a mind for this business mm-hmm. that I really appreciate <coughs> that she is around and that she's being given as much as she has. Uh-huh. Because she, well, I shouldn't say that uh, I admire that she's been given that. She has earned what she's been given. And I think that she will take the women's division to a whole new level with the right opponents. She has she has a knack for the nuance and the little things, and she bumps like she's out of her fucking mind. Jesus. She takes some hard fucking bumps. Um that that that's it. Yeah. Um Yeah, what what keep going in this match. So uh I mean you have Sasha kicking out of a rear view, which uh, they call it the rear view. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't see that very often, and um, and I mean, ultimately, it ends up with uh, with Becky and Sasha winning, uh-huh. which is cool. With their uh, both with their uh, their submission yeah. finishers, double submission. I, I like the heat on Becky, and then when she goes to hot tag Sasha, Naomi pulled Sasha off the apron, mm-hmm. and it was like such a good moment where like the crowd would like it allowed the crowd to get super into it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the crowd was really, really into this match. They were. That was one of the things I noted. They, the crowd was way into this match. Yep. And and I would completely agree with them. Yep. I was super into this match watching it. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that takes us into uh, an Ambrose re- recap promo, which is, you know, yep. that's nice. Uh, and then Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler for the 25th time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, this felt like every Raw match they've ever had. It, and, did, it did not feel like a step above. It, nope. did, it felt like all the spots they usually do. It, fe- it felt like the normal stuff. It felt like Ziggler getting beat down for seven minutes and then four minutes in your falls. Yep. Uh, the only real thing that I would have to say about this match is that uh, I'm very impressed and happy that Kevin Owens, after less than one year in being the WWE, will be defending the IC title at WrestleMania. Yep. And that the IC title, for the first time in three years, mm-hmm. has a, a substantial meaning to it. Yeah, um... I like that Kevin Owens didn't throw Ziggler off the ropes to hit his pop-up powerbomb. That's a very good point. I like that a lot. He yep. just he just pulled him in and hit it. That which, was which was cool. I, I like that because showing him just throw off the ropes every single time is like, man, I don't need that. that that's it. Mm-mm. Yep. So that takes us to our next match: Big Show and Ryback with Kane uh, and uh, the Wyatts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just this was like the least interesting match to me the whole <coughs> fucking night. Yeah. I I mean I don't care. The funniest thing of this match was that Byron Saxon had to stand the whole time. How do they not have enough chairs? They write the show. They should know. Maybe that's the point, but they don't talk about it. You just cut to 
a shot where yep. Byron Saxon is standing. Yep. Uh, so Big Show is incredible because mm-hmm. even though he is almost fifty, he still threw a grown man the size of Luke Harper into another person. Yeah, yeah. Big Show is awesome when he gets when he just is big against big guys. He he doesn't need to be in there for thirteen minute matches. No. He just needs to come in and go. Hey, it's me, the Big Show. Lift, throw, choke slam, punch. Goodbye. Five minute. That's all I need. Yep. You don't need to do a match longer than five minutes. Yep. Uh, he doesn't need to be in anything other than tag matches, and and even still, I don't think he needs to be on TV more than once a month. Nope. No. He he needs to be on like a Brock Lesnar contract or like. I don't know. Just doesn't need to be around all the time. Yep. Let him be in the back. Let him be an agent. Let him be producing matches and helping other people out. He's just on. He's just on TV too much. That that's it. That 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 that's really what it is. Uh, ultimately, Big Show, Kane, and Ryback win. Yep. I, I mean, it doesn't even matter anything else in this match because, I mean, we knew what was going to happen here. Yeah. The Wyatt should have won. They didn't win. I don't get why. Like, why? I, why book this match? Why have all of this? The whole point of a match like this is you have like three of the biggest guys. One yep. who calls himself the big guy and two of the largest competitors that have been around for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Wyatt should have won at Fastlane, not the I, next night in the rubber match where... It's not a rubber match. Yeah, I guess you're right. Cause in in what way is it a rubber match? Yeah, you're right because Bray was in it. It's not a rubber match yeah. at all. Yeah. The, I mean, it's it's a second it's a second meeting, but hardly... Yeah. It's 50-50 booking, and I don't really understand why the Wyatt's lost to begin with. And and I don't understand why the finish happens as it does, mm-hmm. because there's no tie to anybody else immediately mm-hmm. from that finish on Raw, which we'll, which we'll get to. Some, somebody in the chat said, I think it was to put Ryback over. Yeah, you feel like he's super over now? You feel like that really worked? No. Not at all. And even the next night, all I just felt was, so, okay, oh, Ryback must be turning heel. Backstage interview? No, he's not. Or yes, he is. I don't know. Uh, but he said, like, what he had said to JoJo was like, you know, no no disrespect to the other guys. I'm just, I need to stop being in tag teams. And that's it. Okay, I can respect the idea of wanting to be on your own and not being in a tag team. Yeah. So, I don't hate you <coughs> for making that decision. Okay. Well, that takes us into, uh, into your backstage promo where uh, Roman Reigns get, gets booed uh, while talking to JoJo. There you have it. It's a backstage promo. Hey, Roman Reigns, what, do you think that you will? Do you think that you will have your relationship with Dean Ambrose be the same after this? Well, JoJo, I think that our relationship will change no matter what happens because a title shot at WrestleMania is on the line. It's so boring, so fucking wooden on everyone's part, and then it's just a droning of booze in the background, and you go. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> so that takes us into the second Divas match of the night, Brie Bella versus Charlotte for <coughs> the Divas Championship. Uh-huh. Uh, Charlotte, as a heel... Hang on. Did you know that Brie Bella is married to Daniel Bryan? Yes. Oh. Did you know that her uh, kick pads mm-hmm. were the same ones that Daniel Bryan wore at WrestleMania 30? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they're good luck, so she's going to win this match. Her gimmick is that she's married to her husband. Yeah, my my gimmick is that I'm alive as a human. <laughs> she's just like... <laughs> it's the same thing. She's just like... Everything she did was just like... Daniel Bryan uses this. She did do some Nikki Bella moves. She did the forearm. Yeah. She did do the forearm. Yeah. She should have did the, uh, the tit hit. <laughs> it was just like... The whole, or she had those boots. She did the yes thing. She did the kicks. She did the yes lock. Like I, the only thing she did, she did a, a drop. I guess she uses a drop kick already. Uh, the only thing she didn't do was like a flying headbutt or that spot where she gets like tossed into the like tossed into the corner and does like a backflip. That's it. I don't know. She does. She's doing homage moves to both her husband and her sister. Uh, she has cool. no, she has no identity of her own nope. that we're supposed to care about. Nope. So I don't care about this match. Nope. However, mm-hmm. that being said, I thought the contents of the match uh-huh. were actually pretty entertaining. Yep. 
Um, I enjoyed this uh, as a wrestling match. I just didn't care about any of the context around it. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you know that Charlotte is Ric Flair's daughter? Yeah, that I knew. Because uh, she's named after the city he's built from. Oh. Uh-huh. Which I think is the stupidest thing. Ever. And she does a ch- uh, she does a chest chops, uh-huh. and she does a woo, she, yeah. and she does a knee drop, and she does a figure four. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, man, Divas Division's killing it, dude. It's, uh, I mean, this part of the Divas Division, I don't know what's going on. You there. know what I like about women? Uh-huh. When their identity is solely based around men that they're near. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I, fe- I feel like... Most people aren't talking about this, and it makes me feel insane when I watch it, and I just go, how is this passable? I, I completely agree. We have this whole idea of the uh, Divas Revolution, and then the key components in it are are people who are just mimicking moves of the men they're closely associated to. I don't know. It It's just... It's, just... Like if, if, it's like if Nikki Bella came back and like totally dropped whatever her gimmick is fearless whatever she does and started just doing john cena moves because she's dating john cena i kind of i i would think that was funny because it's nikki right right but that that's what i'm saying because out of no it would be funny because out of nowhere this character would completely change into something that she's not Uh which makes these other two characters fucking insane to me yeah and and you know we we're seeing (coughs) this and I'm sure people were going to respond with, oh, I mean, she was always touted as Ric Flair's daughter when she was back in NXT. No, she was touted as being genetically superior. Yeah, exactly. And she didn't do chest chops and she didn't woo. Mm -hmm. And she was loosely associated with Ric Flair outside of everything else. She was still a good wrestler and she put on great matches. Mm -hmm. I I get it. Like, you got to get him over. But, like, you really don't think you, on, like, their own temerity or, like, their own merit, Mm -hmm. like, they can get over Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it just seems so fucking like lazy. It's so fucking lazy. I agree. And and again, going back to a year ago, we talked about Charlotte and hoping that hey, I I don't want her to be just associated to Ric Flair for the only reason that I should care about her. It's like if all of a sudden Ryback was dating like Alicia Fox or something, yeah. and so she started doing like Feed Me More. Like you, it's just like why. Yeah. It's so fucking cheap. I agree. And it doesn't really work for interest. It's just like it's like a novelty bit like I don't know. Like you don't get you don't get enough of a rub of it to like actually get over. It's just like mm-hmm. I I don't I don't It's lazy. It is. It's it, very lazy. It really is lazy. So yep. uh Charlotte <coughs> I should say Brie Bella did do mm-hmm. a single leg crab. Yeah, like no, she did a tequila sunrise. So she locked in the yes lock, mm-hmm. and then uh, Charlotte almost tapped out to that, and then uh, Bree kept the arm locked, and then floated over into and pulled back into single leg crab. It's a tequila sunrise. It's Co- uh, Conan's old move. Oh, really? Yeah, because huh. she had the arm hammer locked in the leg into a boss into a single leg crab. It was great. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Uh, I thought they didn't sell enough that she hurt her knee. Mm-hmm. To, like, really get over the point of, like, that's why she couldn't keep the hold in. Um, I also thought it was hilarious that Charlotte was so close to tapping, and then as soon as the hold was released, she was, like, back up to her feet, figure eight. Oh, I mean... It was just, like, no sell it, fuck you, okay, it's over. I mean, that that has been the WWE for the last, I mean, forever, but especially in the last two months, mm-hmm. you and I have been complaining about the fact that people have been no-selling huge yep. moves. Roman Reigns two or three weeks ago, Brie Bella here, Roman Reigns later on tonight... Mm-hmm. Did the same fucking thing. Yep. So uh, Charlotte wins with uh, the worst name for a move, the figure eight. Oh, it's twice as good as her daddy's. Yeah, it's twice as good. That's great. It, this match wasn't twice as good as anything her dad ever did. Uh, which takes us into uh, Y2AJ Styles, which <laughs> I, they called it on Raw and I hated. Yep. Uh, Y2J versus AJ Styles. <coughs> Crowd couldn't be more hot yep. for a match. Yeah. I mean, you had you had a, you had had a like a sizable group too that was uh, cheering for Jericho. Yeah. Um, I love when the cl- when the crowd is equally char- uh, like chanting for both competitors yep. in the fight, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean that's the thing you get in the indies more than you ever get in the WWE. Yep. But to have uh, you know Y two J AJ Styles like uh-huh. back and forth, that's awesome. Um, man, AJ Styles being in the WWE is like the most. Surreal it's still thing. it's yeah it's like really weird seeing him there and then like just a few days ago watching like when joe had his shoot <coughs> promo against like scott hall and mm. and kevin nash with like kurt angle and aj styles with the short hair and the fat neck yep man that's weird yep 10 years changes a lot for aj styles but yep. uh that's not the point uh 
crowd loves AJ Styles, and Chris Jericho steps it up for this match. Mm-hmm. And uh, super intense. Uh, Jericho does his elevated, like the lion tamer version on the of outside. The walls. He does it on the outside. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's that's how he should always do it. I love it when he does the elevated, where it's just their neck is wrenched and. Uh, I this might have been I think the match of the night. For yeah, me. I thought I thought the uh, I thought AJ every time there was heat on AJ, the crowd was really excited for him to get back into mm-hmm. it. Uh, when he was in the walls on the inside of the ring and he crawled to the he crawled to the apron and then got put on the uh, the line tamer on the outside. I thought that was really cool. Uh, he loves that flying forearm, but he hits it really well. Mm-hmm. Jericho kicked out of Styles Clash. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, and then they, I mean, calf crusher. They want that to be his finish so bad. So that's his finish. Uh, Jericho taps out to the calf crusher. I, I like Jericho teasing it too. It looked like he wasn't going to tap because he was doing that thing where it was like lifting my hand and then, oh, I'm going to tap. Oh. Which nobody does nope. anymore. Nope, but then he tapped. Yeah. And and so it was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. That was very cool. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Put, um, put some drama back into submission moves. Yep. Nobody has been around that does like a serious submission move in the WWE. Mm-hmm. You have them in NXT. But in WWE, everybody either passes out, yep, or it's a squash match, so it doesn't matter. Yep. So I think uh, I think this was a great way to end the match. Uh, honestly, like I said, probably my match of the night. Okay. Uh, then you have the cutting edge peep show. Um, Tony Chimmel was there. Yeah, t- Tony Chimmel came out and he and he announced Edge, the rated R superstar. Uh, that was the only reason he was there. Yep. It's great. Uh, <coughs> this segment was. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was New Day and Edge and Christian cutting promos on each other. And uh, Xavier Woods made a League of Legends reference. And then the League of Nations got made fun of. And then that was pretty much it. This segment should have been saved for Raw. Yeah, I think, not, it, was, I think, I think it would have been better served on Raw. But that's it. But that's, uh, I feel like a lot of this pay-per-view would yep. have been a, a better served on a Raw. Mm-hmm. Because it, it had good weight, but it wasn't like big match feel. Yep. So that takes us into Social Outcast versus R-Truth. Ma- match of the night. This, uh, this is my match of the night. Curtis Axel against R-Truth where uh, Gold Dust causes uh, R-Truth to lose. Next match. Yep. Uh, Dean Ambrose uh, versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Triple threat for the number one contender. This match was really good. This match was, hey, hey, let's take out Brock Lesnar and then we'll, together we'll I, fight. I liked it. It, yeah. was, it was just teaming up. They put them through two tables. Like, they just tried to beat the shit out of each other. Well, Brock Lesnar was down. Uh, I Roman Reigns did the two table power bombs or whatever. Mm-hmm. He had like almost no other. I guess he did a spear to Brock Lesnar when he had Dean Ambrose up in like the F five, and that looked cool. But like the the memorable takeaways from this match, I felt like were Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar, and not Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So Roman Reigns wins with a spear after Dean Ambrose blasts Roman Reigns and. Brock Lesnar puts Roman Reigns in a Kimura for a while. Mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose comes in, blasts Roman Re- or blasts Brock Lesnar with a chair, then starts hitting Roman Reigns with a chair, and then hits Brock Lesnar with a chair. Roman Reigns spears Dean Ambrose and gets the three count. So Roman Reigns just no-sold everything. It didn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Every, that's what everyone does. Yeah. But I like this match because it's set up for what I think is going to be a great rate at WrestleMania match in Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. There you go. I agree. Uh, Pucci comes down, and uh, here we go. Yep. Road uh, HOV to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Andrew, my roommate, said while we were watching. He's like, "Oh, it's Fastlane, more like the HOV to WrestleMania." <laughs> HOV, goddamn right. High occupancy vehicle. Hell yeah, yeah, because there's way too much shit going on. Yep. Uh, some somebody in the chat just asked, "Is Eric always drunk?" No, I'm fucking sick and I'm tired, man. I'm more drunk come, than Eric. Come on, that's true. It is very true. I'm exhausted. I want so much medicine right now. <laughs> Fuck off, Jesus Christ. You fucking, you work fucking 10 hours and host a podcast, piece of shit. Go away. Son of a bitch. You dumb son of a bitch. Raw, as fast as we can. Ambrose gets attacked by Brock Lesnar in pre-show, or before the show. I wrote pre-show, but before the show, and he gets taken away in ambulance. Vince McMahon comes out to present the Vince McMahon Award, and he says, Stephanie McMahon, you get the Vince McMahon Award. And then Stephanie says, I didn't think I was going to win, but I did prepare some remarks. Mm-hmm. And then right before she reads the remarks, here comes the money. It's Shane McMahon is back for the first time in six or seven years. What? Scooped ya. What the fuck? His music hit. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't believe it was Shane McMahon. I didn't know who was about to come out. Yep. I heard the music and I went, that's Shane McMahon's music, <coughs> but there's no way Shane McMahon's in. 
part of me when they were announcing that award went, oh, maybe it's Shane McMahon who's going to win the award. Like, honestly, as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this got to be Shane McMahon's going to uh-huh. win the award. Or, or part of it, part of me was like, oh, it should be Shane McMahon. He doesn't win the award, but boy, he's got a lot to say. He comes out, he interrupts the uh, the whole proceeding. I, I mean, the crowd can't fucking handle it. They're going nuts. Uh, no hug, no handshake for Vince. This is super meta. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, Stephanie, since you and Triple H took over, lots of injuries, stocks are down, ratings are down. Uh, I want to I want to preserve this for like the next generation of McMahon's, and then uh, Shane says that he wants Raw, and uh, Vince McMahon, it, Stephanie McMahon can't believe it, and then Shane McMahon uh, is like, "Oh, she doesn't know about how I have like all this controlling stake and all this stuff." And then Stephanie leaves, and Vince says, "You want Raw? You can have it. Uh, if you win, he doesn't even say if you win this match. He says you have to be in one match. Like it was so fucking bungled." Uh, because it, if Shane wins the match, that then he gets raw. But if he loses, Vince gets whatever's in this lockbox. Also, Vince said fuck. Vince, on live TV. Vince said fuck on live TV. It was pretty cool. A fucking beating. Oh. Did you say fucking beating? Are we gonna... Okay. Cool. So. So there it is. Vince makes a match. It is Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. In Hell in a Cell. I don't know how you book yourself out of this one, but... Hey, people... I've seen people online going like, This is stupid. Like, Shane doesn't wrestle. And Undertaker's, like, just holding it together. This is no good. All this stuff. Hey, man. It's 2016. And it's Vince McMahon booking a match of Shane McMahon versus Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. I can't think of anything more obtuse and strange. So I'm fucking in. All... It's so bizarre, I have to watch it. All I want, and I and this is not going to happen, and I know it, and that's fine, but the way that they had said certain things throughout the night, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, little does Shane know I have, like, things up my sleeve. I would like to think that Shane McMahon does as well. Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't, and I know that this is a pipe dream that is not going to happen, believe me. I just want it to be this big grandeur. Undertaker comes down with his whole <coughs> intro, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Shane McMahon's whole intro, blah, blah, blah. Undertaker lays down and goes, this is what's be- best for business. Shane wins one, two, three. Nobody can believe it. Vince can't believe it. Undertaker still looks good. Shane wins, has control of Raw. Not gonna happen. How fucking cool would that be, though? No, it'll it'll happen. I had a lot of faith in Dean Ambrose winning that fast lane match, so oh, yeah. this will probably happen too. Yeah, oh yeah, this is gonna be the. I mean, that's the outcome. Of I that. can't believe how many people online wrote. I can't believe Dean Ambrose didn't win that match. You can't fucking believe it. What? Where do you? What? In what fucking world do you live in? You you must be dumb as you fucking look. So stupid. Still excited for that match at WrestleMania. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so I guess Shane's gonna get raw. Maybe I don't know. I hope. Uh, Neville and Lucha Dragons against the New Day. There's Unicorn Stampede and Heat on Neville. Uh, big splash during a replay. So we missed that. So they had to show a replay of what was going on during the replay. Love that. Jesus Christ. Uh, Woods, the tide changes when Woods gets tossed up and over and face first into the steps. Hot tag to Sin Cara. Dives all over the place. Big E misses that apron spear. And then, uh, (laughs) Neville hits a 450 off the apron onto Big E. And then Kalisto does springboard 450 off the back of Adrian Neville to Kofi Kingston on the outside. No, I'm, I'm sorry, on to Woods. Then Sin Cara gets back on the inside. Kofi pulls his mask around, and then he, he fucking eats Trouble in Paradise, and New Day wins. Love that. I thought it was a really good match. I thought it was a great finish. Love that. Heels win by being shitty heels. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you have it. Uh, Reigns backstage promo regarding Ambrose and Mania. Uh, he's just booed out of the building. Um, he says, no more corporate tricks. I, this is like the worst delivered promo. They, like, this was like exceptionally bad. Yeah. I thought this one was really, really, really bad. Well, Roman Reigns is not good on the mic, so. oh, there you have it. Uh, Lesnar and Heyman promo. Ambrose shows up in an ambulance. Uh, Ambrose crawls his way back down. He's late. He's just laid out there. Lesnar steps on his face and walks away. That Ambrose, was cool. yep. Ambrose says he's indestructible and he wants Lesnar at WrestleMania in an ODQ match. Lesnar goes and F5s Dean Ambrose on the outside. And, um, stop flipping pages. What are you doing? I'm just reviewing it. And then, uh, Paul Heyman grabs a microphone and says, my client accepts your challenge. Brock Lesnar against Dean Ambrose. 
at WrestleMania no DQ. Two so matches. so excited. I think this match is going to be awesome. Two matches I'm now excited for at WrestleMania. Because you can have Brock Lesnar be legit like tossing Dean around and Dean can grab a chair and turn the tide. You see that a that a chair affects Brock Lesnar like it it hurts Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So, I like you're going to have crazy table spots, you can have chair spots, he can probably get like a ladder. Dean Ambrose is going to go like nuts. Yep. It's WrestleMania so he's going to turn it up to 10 and it's going to mm-hmm. be really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Usos versus the Ascension, Bubba Ray cuts a promo. Uh, the Usos hit a super kick and a splash. Why is this even on TV? Doesn't kill space. Yep. Y2J comes out and cuts a promo. Uh, AJ Styles comes down. They do like a little bit of a handshake. Then the social outcasts come down and, um, there's a tag match of Y2J and AJ against Slater and Curtis Axel. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, there's a, uh, walls, there's a distraction attack on AJ Styles until there's a tag for Jericho. Where he, uh, Jericho does the walls, Styles stops the interference with a flying forearm, and then a dive to the outside on all the social outcasts, and, uh, that's the end of that match. Yep. I I mean, there's not really anything I have to say about that, really. Triple H and Stephanie backstage. I thought this was, I thought this was weird. I, I totally agree. He was wearing a suit in this segment, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, It wasn't just me who was like, I'm pretty sure he was wearing a suit here and not later. Yep. So he fully changed out of his clothes to put on other clothes. Yep. That's interesting. Uh, Stephanie backstage tells Roman Reigns he has a match with Sheamus. Come on. Goldust and R-Truth have a cake, and then R-Truth pushes the cake into Goldust's face. Okay. They're gonna tag, I guess. The Wyatts versus Big Show, Ryback, and Kane. Boring chance. Ryback hits a whole bunch of running knees. Uh, Big Show gets low bridge to the outside. There's a choke slam that gets reversed into a sleeper. By Luke Harper. Mm-hmm. And he gets fucking pancaked. Ryback walks out of the match, and then Kane eats his sister Abigail. This is some 50-50 booking shit. Was your favorite chant of this match uh, Goldberg or Gilbert? I like Gilbert. Like the Gilbert chant. Yeah, because I thought that was my favorite. Hell yeah. Um, Ryback backstage cutting a promo says that he should have the po- he should have the spotlight. He shouldn't be in tag teams. He needs to be in the spotlight. <laughs> Learn to carry a match. They have it. So, sorry, man. Sasha versus Naomi. There's a hip toss at the beginning that gets reversed into an abdominal stretch. I like that spot a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi does the speedball Mike Bailey kicks a lot. That's like her thing. Sasha's bumping hard all over the place. Uh, they kind of do that sequence where uh, that they did last night, or, or I'm sorry, the night before, where uh, Naomi goes for a kick, it gets caught, Sasha throws her leg down, then kicks her uh, in the chest, and then kicks her in the knee, and then uh, hits the ropes and gets popped up and hits a Meteora, which is very cool looking. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh, Tamina causes a distraction. Becky comes out to even the odds, and then uh, Sasha Banks locks in the bank statement. Post-match, Charlotte comes down and cuts a promo. She says that Becca versus Sashi, Sashi, <laughs> Becky versus Sasha... Yeah, I was way off. Uh, Becky versus Sasha will be taking place, and from what I heard, it's going to be on uh, Raw this next week. Nice. Uh, for the number one contendership, who has the honor of facing uh, Charlotte at WrestleMania? I hope it's I hope it's a triple threat. I would like to think it's a triple threat as yep. well. Mm-hmm. If not, I can do Sasha versus Charlotte. I mean, I could do any of these three, but I would prefer to see Sasha at WrestleMania just because I feel like, man, uh, while Becky is good, Sasha is incredible and deserves it. Mm-hmm. So I I would like to see that as the outcome, but a triple threat would be really cool. Yep. Uh, Stephanie and Vince have promo backstage, and Vince says he has tricks up his sleeves. Tricky tricks. Mm -hmm. And that's what made me think, oh, maybe Shane might. He might. Because it's Shane, and he's his father's son, and that would be the implication. Yep. Uh, Sheamus versus Reigns is the most boring match I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, I don't, like, let's not even talk about this. There's a spear on the outside. Triple H comes out and interrupts. Uh, Reigns and Triple H fight. Triple H is cheered roundly, and... Uh, Roman Reigns is booed every time he uh, he fights back. Every time. And not just a little bit. Booed out of the fucking arena. Your heel is getting, like, his name chanted. Yes. Triple H has to be so excited. Oh, yeah. Triple H gets to main event the biggest WrestleMania of all time mm-hmm. as the champion. Mm-hmm. Against a person who is being booed out of the fucking building. If you think they're going to hide... The booze at WrestleMania, you're out of your mind. How? How would they even? Triple try? H is going to get his name chanted. Yeah, there. He's gonna, he's gonna lose. I mean, he's gonna lose at WrestleMania, but it's not gonna matter because 
forever in the record book. Right now, it's what's the biggest one? WrestleMania three with uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Mm-mm. What's the biggest one? Oh, WrestleMania thirty two with Triple H and Roman Reigns. Always gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Always Triple H, Triple H, Triple H. It's always gonna be there. Hey, and honestly, if this is the main event that I have, I like if I have to deal with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have to win? Fine. Let it be against somebody who I actually care about, Triple H. I don't give a fuck about him. Uh, Reigns is bleeding. The refs pull Triple H off. The crowd boos. Uh, Triple H goes back and pedigrees Roman Reigns on the steps. The crowd chants one more time. Triple H holds up the title. And the crowd cheers. Yep. And that's your... That's your heel. Yep. You got Cool Dad versus Mad Dad. That's, that's, the, that's your heel, man. This was something I was thinking about when I got home today. WrestleMania season is cool because they do things like I was talking I was telling Eric last night, oh, they actually called Roman Reigns bleeding as oh, Roman Reigns is busted open. He's like, Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. And yeah. I went, Oh yeah, they set it up for WrestleMania season. And this whole episode of Raw, a lot of cool, interesting things happened. Yep. Which to me just goes, So you know what people would like to see and you know what's interesting yes. for us. Yeah, they they know. They they know, but you can get away with mediocrity all year long, so why 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 push it? They don't care. Fucking which, which just the only thing that I have to say about that, because because of course I know this, uh huh, is why, why as fans are we all okay with this, and we keep letting it like letting I mean, it happen? What am I gonna do? I I, I mean, what am I gonna my, my my choices are watch or don't watch, and and that's the thing, as they pointed out at the beginning of Raw, people aren't watching anymore. And and the fact that Shane McMahon has to come back and, <coughs> and and break the fourth wall and point it out to us that hey we we know you guys aren't watching, and it has to be only at WrestleMania time. Yep. Just I just I want to like your brand. How how often do you have brands where people I don't want get, to like it? I don't give a fuck. I have other wrestling. I have other wrestling to watch. I don't give a shit. Do this or don't. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I watch yeah. I watch WWE because it's the most successful, it's the cleanest looking, and it has the most people. I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. It's the biggest. It's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason when the Patriots play. I watch the Patriots. They're the biggest one. Like I don't give a fuck about them. No. But so I, why do I fucking? I have Lucha Underground. I have New Japan. I have, I have Ring of Honor. Yeah. I have other stuff where I get. My wrestling fix. This is to see, like... Because when WWE is good, it's great. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. But when it's bad, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck when it's really bad. Because I'll keep... Hey, I'll tune in. I'm be the first to admit, I don't give a shit. I'll keep tuning in. At some point, I won't watch anymore. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem. I, I didn't watch for, like, four years. At some point, they'll push me away and I won't watch again. And then I'll probably come back to it. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It, I have I, If I want my wrestling fix... I'll go to a PWG show. I'll watch Ring of Honor. I'll watch New Japan. I'm not gonna like. I'm not just gonna keep hemming and hawing and going. Oh, why don't they care? They they choose not to care, and that's fine because they're a large corporation that can make a, a billion fucking dollars off doing what they're doing. So that's fine. Yeah, I I guess there's just no to me. Like, I watch for the wrestlers, not the show. Absolutely agree. That, that's yeah. it. There you go. That's actually a really good way to put yep. it. Emails, Martin. I'm so tired of Ric Flair. That's the whole. That's the whole email. Thanks, Martin. From Ed. Fastlane sounds. That little vroom vroom sound. Every replay has been pop- has me popping all night. Also, I live in Connecticut and I'm drinking Ballast Point, which is from San Diego. So, shouts out. Shouts out. Shouts out. I like Ballast Point. Yeah. It's Ed again. The fuck. Our truth versus Curtis Axel was a match in the third hour of Fastlane and the two out of three falls match between Kalisto and Alberto Del Rio for the U.S. title was a pre-show match. I had the same thought. <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe they were trying to get more people to watch the pre-show. Regardless of the reasoning, that's fucking dumb. Gold dust farts dust. Nice. That's a good hashtag. Oh, Ezra, your email's so long. That's okay. Here we go. Ezra. Hey, guys. One thing I would like you guys to talk about is is if WWE missed an opportunity with giving Reigns more highlight spots with against Brock. I absolutely agree. They did. I love the main event, even though I'm not a huge Roman Reigns fan, but I felt the opportunity, uh, there was a missed opportunity to showcase Roman Reigns is much more of a badass. He didn't look good in this match at all. I don't think he did any, he did a powerbomb that was just like, hey, remember when he did this when he was with a group? 
When Reigns powered up from Brock's Kimura lock with the crowd kind of cheering him, it would have been awesome to see him pull out a sit-out powerbomb he's been using. Then have Brock put him back in the lock and, have the, and then do the Dean Ambrose chair spot. I could see them playing t- uh, that spot till days after Roman dies. Just nitpick, just nitpicking. Uh, what the hell do I know? No, hey man, good. Very I mean, good point. I like the way you booked that. Yeah, that's I mean, very cool. Have some drama in the match. Have something compelling to, to <coughs> be like drawn to. Uh, last email from Adrian P. Describing the home, the Go Home Show. Hey Hoots, I'm going to be at an anime convention this weekend, and there is going to be a small wrestling meetup. I want to share the show with other fans, but I was wondering how you all would describe it. I described it myself with being like talking shop, but still on. Uh, Any suggestions to bring in more fans? Yeah, you know Bang Bus? Yeah, we're kind of like that, but fuck boat. Yeah. Um, No, I would say describe us like where if Rey Mysterio did Kung Fu and and spoke about the dark arts. It's kind of like, uh, that's kind of what the show's all about. It's kind of like the Four Horsemen, but better. Yeah. It's like, um, we have scoops. Like, Brian's scooping people left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm under-scooping people. Yeah. But I'm choosing not to release it. Yep. It's called, uh, it's called, uh, being professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no Paul, Paul Reiser emails, Ryan. I don't think there were any Paul Reiser emails. I'm very sorry. sorry. Nobody want nobody wanted to let us know who the, Paul, who the Paul Reiser of professional wrestling was. Paul Reiser was in Whiplash. Paul Reiser was in Whiplash. That was something that I that I was like thinking at the time, and I'm like, wait, I, should I say this? Because I'm not sure if he was in that movie yep. or not, which shows you how important Paul Reiser is in 2016. There you have it. Episode number 97 of The Go Home Show. It's in the books. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can. Hit us up on Twitter at GoHomeShow, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, gohomeshow at mega64.com is the email address. Hit, up, hit us up on iTunes, leave a five-star rating and a great review about the dark arts and Rey Mysterio doing kung fu. Uh, you can also watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash Eric Bedour, and we're streaming live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. Uh, but that'll do it. Uh, oh, any Scoot, Tat- any Scoot Tatum scoops? Yeah, here's a scoop. He's not Scoot Tatum anymore. He's Rick Beanbag. Changed his name. Hey, man, you got you to gotta find the right name for you when your name's taken. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it. But, Brian, episode number 97, it's ending. Do you have any uh, anything to leave these fine-feathered folks with before we take off? Just like 1997, right now I'm in your house, but I'm about to go home. <laughs>